0: Folks, what's going on? Arm & Hammer here. Yesterday we talked about this whole Matt and Rich not being best friends thing and there being a little bit of an icy relationship between them thing. And, uh, you know, since then Rich has gotten a chance to kind of talk about it a little bit and someone sent me this set of clips from a video that looks like it was on YouTube. I think it was one of the Train With Mayhem like live things that they do on their YouTube channel. The video itself, I don't think is on YouTube anymore. I looked for it. It's probably been unlisted or privates or or just completely deleted, which I don't know. It is what it is. But either way, here are the relevant portions of that video. Check it out.
1: There's always two sides to every story. There are some bold lies and some inaccuracies, definitely, in that... um, In the... uh, I don't know, like an interview, podcast. I wouldn't have said we were best friends. I thought we were good enough friends. I actually reached out to him uh, right before stage one. And, you know, like, there's always been kind of a weird air between us the last couple of years. And when he first moved down here, uh, when I had some, like, me stuff going on. And I didn't want to be around somebody that could do any and everything, and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't swap for probably two years with... tendonitis Uh, really bad or the discus and so um, you know I I guess I did in the beginning kind of shut him out I don't know if it snowballed from there. Like I said some of them are, you know, he said, she said, or his his side of the story, my side of the story. It's really, there's no story. It's just like, um, it just is what it is and uh, it just sucks. Like I said, I even reached out to him right before stage one and I'll just address a couple of Three things that I know that stuck out. Thanks, Jerry. Um, three things that stuck out were uh, that we wouldn't let them train at the gym during quarantine. It was when they first locked the gym down. We didn't know what the laws were. We didn't know what the rules were. We, if we were going to get shut down, if we had, you know, just our employees there. And looking back, I wish I would have just said, you know what, screw it, you guys train. train. Um, but the blessing. Three years or two and a half years, he's had a key to the, to the gym. So uh, it's really weird that that's one of the hangups he had or he had. Um, and then, as far as them not being allowed to do uh, or stage one at the gym, that was all because we had a level one and a level two there that weekend. Um, they got rescheduled because of COVID and then they were scheduled six months out or however many months out. Um, so it was just, I don't know. And I offered the barn. And then the fact that he says we hadn't talked in two and a half years is a bold-faced lie as well, because we have, have talked a couple times. Uh, you know, we're not best buddies, but uh, I would have said we were friends before that. You know, there's, like I said, we're never going to be best friends. We don't have a ton of comment. Uh But it is what it is, and like I said, it's unfortunate.
0: So to me, the most important thing to take away from this is that they should definitely do a celebrity boxing match pay-per-view. Let's do this. No, I'm just kidding. The most important thing to take away from this is that there is a lot of context here that doesn't really play into any sort of narrative that that many people seem to be trying to find. And I've seen this in my comment section. I've seen this in like Instagram and stuff. It seems like people are trying to point out like a bad guy or, or one person in, on either side that's like completely at fault for what's going on here between these two guys. And I haven't seen anything that is concrete evidence that one person did something that was so wrong or so immoral to just completely screw the other person over and put each other in a position where like yeah, I am justifiably pissed off at you and I never wanna talk to you again. I haven't really seen that type of behavior. In fact, there is a little bit of like contextual information that Rich provides here that I think colors some of what's going on. And when you try and look at Matt's comments on that podcast, the further you go into that podcast, he talks a little bit about how there's been so much support for him and Sammy and Tia and Shane to be in Cookville. And that has happened in the interim of him and Rich having a a relatively icy relationship. So when you look at what that support and help from the community looks like, I mean, Rich talks about it right there in that video. Matt was given a key to the gym and was allowed to train in Rich's facility whenever he wanted at any point with like unrestricted access. And the stage one situation as well, the rogue situation were both seemingly, unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts with like the L2 and the L1 that happened to be taking place those weekends at mayhem one thing that i think is important to really understand from this and kind of take a step back and look at it i'm not the biggest fan of let's egg as much drama on as possible i'm not i'm not a huge fan of that i think it doesn't the sport doesn't necessarily need that it can be like a spectacle without having that sort of thing going on although it it can be incredibly entertaining that's not my point my point is that i don't think it needs it but especially doesn't need it between these two because i can like them both without them liking each other you know what i'm saying and i think that's an important thing to understand like this doesn't really take away from how i feel about either of these guys like their successes and their legacies It's cemented. It is what it is. They can have their own little rivalry or, you know, not be super close friends or whatever. And it won't take away from my experience and opinion about the situation as a fan of the sport and a fan of what each of them has done. It doesn't really matter to me if they don't necessarily get along. And I know for a fact that behind the scenes, there's been a lot of people, especially since this podcast has come out, that are trying to do their best to be like, hey guys, come face to face or have a conversation or let's get on the same page about what's going on here and what isn't going on here. Because I also think they both kind of like, they function at really high level, and it would probably grind their gears to like, compl- like have this thing hanging over their head on a regular basis and have it come up constantly over and over again and not necessarily be able to either resolve it and have like a final ability to say we figured it out. It is what it is and we are like whatever it is they decide they are. I can imagine that would be very frustrating for them down the line because that's what this is gonna become. This is going to turn into something now that the box has been opened that both of them are asked about a lot. Anytime someone's getting a camera in their face, they're probably going to ask them about this whole Matt and Rich thing. Hey, Rich, what do you think about Matt now that he's left Cookville? Hey, Matt, what do you think about your relationship with Rich? He just said X, Y, or Z on this podcast. This is an inevitability. this, This news coming out doesn't put a period on any of this. It doesn't wrap it up in a nice bow and leave it as is. It actually does the exact opposite. It blows the entire thing up, and it makes it turn into a much, much more evergreen story. Lots of longevity is going to come from this thing. So I can imagine as two guys who are relatively private about this type of thing, they're probably going to be really frustrated <laughs> with the fact that this is going to be a new sort of like Lego piece that goes into the masterpiece of, of you know, their Characters when people are talking to them about this whole CrossFit deal Which is again why I think the absolute best way for us to resolve this is to as soon as possible like I will be there Right now if you need me. This is not this is green screen. I'm in a van. I'm in Cookville. We can do this Let's get them all together onto just a sweat sesh slash hash it out and actually talk this thing through and figure out where any sort of miscommunications happen, or pay-per-view boxing match. Honestly, Thor and Eddie are doing it, and I mean, if you could watch giants who have no cardio try and box one another, you'd probably watch Rich Froning and Matt Fraser box one another, right? Like, is that really, is that where we're going with this? Is this really what this is turning into? It's like a pay-per-view boxing match? I would hope not, but if it is, count me in, I guess, I don't know. Unfortunately, this thing is like one slow news day on Buzzfeed away from becoming a listicle article that gets millions of views for no reason, which which is kind of a bummer because there's so many interesting things actually happening within the space that are much more newsworthy. We're gonna get the rule book for the 2021 game season this week. Registrations for the Open begin this week. We're gonna learn more about these like semifinal events and the, the sports structure over the next couple months. Like there's a lot that's happening that's actually worth diving into and talking about and discussing. And this is just this kind of like interpersonal drama deal that is again, just not going to leave either of these men Unless they're able to like squash it together in public and get people to understand hey, this is not a thing anymore. Don't ask us about it every time you put a camera in our face. The the last thing, all right, I was gonna stop. I was gonna stop, but the last thing I want to say about this is it's strange to me how how quickly people choose sides between people that they don't know about. a situation that they aren't at all involved in or aware of like Matt is not a victim here and Rich is not a petty man so neither of these things really ring true to me if Rich was a petty guy he probably would not have even allowed Matt to train at Mayhem at all much less as long as he did and if Matt was like at all the victim mentality type person, there's no way he would be as successful inside of anything that he's done as he has been, much less the best in the world at CrossFit for a long, long time. So neither of these storylines that I keep seeing come up, like neither of them ring true to me. And I think they don't ring true to most people who have even a cursory understanding of how either of these guys work much less actually knows them or interacts with them at all but at the end of the day Matt and Rich are adults and they're going to have the relationship that they want to have and whatever they're comfortable with so they don't need to be friends for us to like them or to be appreciative of their legacies and accomplishments and honestly I will be there like right now if they want to do this on camera let's just hash it out and make some cool stuff happen and just put it all behind us so that you don't have to get asked about it constantly forever and ever from here on out you know what i mean you know what i mean